Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast. My name is Nick Bryant, and I'm very pleased this morning to be with Richard Smith from iMasters. Good morning, Richard. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> good to see you. You do too. Thank you for asking me to come in. It's a pleasure to be here. So, a little bit of background on iMasters. They specialize in dispensing unusual and regular optical frames with prescription lenses of all types to consumers who bring in their prescriptions. Now, there's a really cool quote on your website that says, the frames you choose are part of your identity. Look for exceptional, not average. Now, I've seen your frames on lots of faces in the networking meetings we've been to, and they are exceptional, I must say. But tell us your story, Richard. Tell us how you got into doing this and how you arrived where you are. Well, in 1975, I applied for a job. A company I was working for, Optrex, were taken over by a German pharmaceutical combine who wanted to take it in, in a consumerist direction, if you like. Okay. So I looked around for another job and yeah. found one in the Telegraph with Bausch and Lom. Uh, they wanted people to sell instruments to opticians. And I thought, well, I'm doing drugs to chemists, uh, yeah. instruments to opticians. What's the difference? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, I, I got there and uh, two weeks later they said, well, we don't want you to do instruments. We actually want you to sell lenses to lens-making laboratories. Okay. And I thought, what do I know about lenses? Not very much. Mm. And we had an essential uh, training course. And I found subsequently that uh, two weeks into this, I thought, I really, really get this. Yeah, right. And okay. I thoroughly enjoyed the industry, yeah. the people I met. And it really went from there. So I spent 20 years in the manufacturing, you know, selling ophthalmic lenses, lens yeah. making equipment. So I got to know a bit about it. Right. Okay. You said to me um, last week in an email that optical lenses is an, an esoteric speciality, which is quite a you know, precise way of saying it. Why, why do you say that? Well, because... A lot of people, uh, they really don't have much knowledge on, on lenses generally. Mm. And people say to me, well, you, what you're doing is really quite strange. I said, well, you know, I, I, having all that experience in, uh, you know, ma I made lenses. Four of us owned a lens making factory in Hampshire in the 1970s. Right. So uh, that was in the days of glass. Yeah. We used to make a lot of glass lenses. Yeah. Now, of course, it's all plastic. But when you have that sort of uh, knowledge, if you like, it's mm. a great shame to waste it. Mm. So, um yeah, you know, I just really enjoy doing it. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing actually how it's changed and how their glasses used to be literally glass, isn't it? Uh, absolutely right. Yeah, ninety nine percent was glass. Yeah, one uh, percent was plastic. Now it's the other way around. Yeah, right. I probably do one or two pairs of glass lenses a year. Is there? Uh, that's all. It's like the old days when you're at school and your friend falls over and they got you know cracks on their glasses. <laughs> you right. don't see that anymore, do you? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> the whole industry's changed enormously. Yeah, so, uh, and and what I do is. I guess it's unusual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, you work from here, which is a home mm -hmm. um, setup, which is really lovely. Um, when people come here, do they need to make an appointment or how does that work? Yeah, they certainly do. Okay. Everything is by appointment. Yep. I have no shop sign outside. So if you don't know I'm here, you don't know I'm here. Yeah. You won't, you won't see anything to say, 
there's no sign outside saying okay. what I do. Yeah. Uh, and that's deliberate. I, that's the way I like it. It makes it quite exclusive then, doesn't it? Well, what happens is um, you, you can give people time. Uh, yeah. I'm very happy to give people two hours of my time if that's what they need. Yeah. You know, that's, that will be pretty long appointment, but sometimes mm. it happens. Mm. Because you have to wear this for th- two, three, four years. Yeah. And what I can't stand is buyer's remorse. So someone, yes. a lot of people come in and say, I never liked these frames. And I say, well, why'd you buy them? Yeah. And the truth is they lost the will to live. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to get out and, uh, you know. Yeah. So I want to make sure that they wear something really nice that suits their personality. And, of course, people will then say, well, where did you get your glasses? Yeah. Which that, is lovely. And that works. We, mm. we do a bit of networking together, don't we? And lots yeah. of people, that, as I said earlier, wear the glasses in the networking sure. meeting. And they say, yeah, I've got these from Richard. Everyone says, oh, great glasses. Yeah, yeah I've got yeah. them from Richard. Yeah. Do people buy um, lens, uh, frames and, and glasses for different situations in their life or, or different occasions? Or Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, a lot of people, for example, uh, by giving people a lot of time, you actually find out what it is that upsets them about not being able to see properly. Okay. And I call it eating spaghetti with chopsticks. It's not, a, it's not an easy thing to do, but eventually yeah. if you give people enough time, they will tell you, uh, if they drive a lot, for example, we have lens solutions for that. Yeah. Many of us now are what I call screen jockeys. We're sat there looking at computer screens, phones, yeah, that, absolutely. that kind of thing, sat mm. now, television. And if people do that for, for a living, yeah. are, we have particular occupational lenses to solve that problem as okay. well. So give people enough time and then you find out where they should spend the money. Yeah. So rather than being target driven by a head office, for example, I can yeah. actually satisfy the requirement. Okay. And that takes time. Yeah, I can imagine. And yeah. uh, I, I, I really like doing that part of it too. Yeah. So you have the frame aspect and that should suit the personality. Yeah. Some people can carry pretty extreme stuff. Yeah. Other people want what I call dull, tragic and boring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um, and, then, and the lenses to go with it. So yeah, it's an all round thing. Because there is a fashion element to it, isn't there? Do you I, think? Or? Yeah, the, yeah. Well, I, I don't actually follow fashion at all because this all depends on the head. Okay. And the personality. Yeah. So the various head shapes. So what sort of personality do you have? Can you carry something interesting and colourful? Do you want to carry something mm. interesting and colourful? Yeah. Some people just don't. They they want to just drop into the background, basically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it just depends. No, fashion, I don't carry heavy branded material. Okay. Because inevitably you wind up paying too much money for a frame right. just to carry a logo. Yeah. Not interested, Which is, and that's a different market for you as totally. well, isn't it? That's like kind of the spec saver, all those kind of guys. Yeah, it's yeah, a different yeah, marketplace. Totally. Yeah, they're yeah. very successful businesses. That's, yeah. that's great. But yeah, yeah. it's not something I they're for the do. numbers, which isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, wh- tell us about the frames that you use or the lenses that you use. Where, where, where do you get them from? Do you, how does that work? Well, I visit the. Uh, there's a big trade show in Paris every year, the Silmo Trade Show. I tend to have. Su- I've got suppliers in Germany, France, Italy, uh, all over. Um, uh, Spain, okay, because a lot of people find the normal high street offer pretty generic. Yeah, you know, every optician is selling very similar stuff. Yeah, and I wanted to do something a little different because people actually are asking for different different things. So yeah. I, I visit my suppliers there once a year mm. and spend some money. Yeah, and uh, that, that's where I get my frames from because a lot of people say, "Wow, this is different." Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. And um, lenses I send away to a wholesale lab in, in Wiltshire. Okay. Uh, I've known him for many, many years. And he does a fine job. So I get quality work. And it works very well. Yeah. Do you get involved in contact lenses? Or? No, not no, at all. No no no. no, 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 no. That's another speciality and I'm not qualified. Okay. Anymore. Right, right. That's that's why. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a question that we was going to ask was about all different kinds of lens, ty- lens types. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Should we run through those? Sure. Yeah. Essentially, you have single vision lenses, which does what it says on the tin. It yeah. just has one focus, basically. And you have the old-fashioned bifocal. Yeah. So you have, you the, have top and the, bottom. the segment and yeah. line across that. So, and, of course, mostly varifocal. Varifocal is now very 65% probably of what I do. Right. Okay. So it, it, because you get three focal lengths, you get distance, you get intermediate arm's length, yeah. typically where you look at a computer screen. Yeah. And reading as well. Yeah. So that is the, 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 the lens of choice for most people. Okay. But we can, you know, I can offer all sorts of different materials. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people's eyes change over years, don't they? The, yeah. Their prescriptions change. So Absolutely. Sometimes, you know, when they can't see far away, suddenly as you get older, it's, you've got to do this bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, we can do really all sorts of different lenses. The lens industry is very interesting because the, the, the sheer different technical specifications yeah. there are, you reach a certain point in a prescription where you then have to change index of material to make the lens thinner yeah all that kind of thing yeah and of course okay. because of my sort of manufacturing and sales background i, I understand where to do that you specialize in that yeah mm. Mm. Um, um what about the the pricing strategy how does that work i have a fixed menu of pricing okay so <clears throat> i don't care if you're the king of england or whoever you are it's yeah. uh, this is a transparent properly priced every frame is priced so i would sell a pair of varifocals for xxx and okay. it's all on an a4 sheet all yep. printed out so you know exactly that uh, what you're going to pay okay and the frames is a similar sort of thing absolutely every frame is priced okay yeah yeah. And i've got frames from 15 pounds to 320 oh yeah okay yeah so, yeah you know. all lots of different ones yeah, absolutely um the fr- the, the some of the frames that you stock and i've seen them on people's faces in the networking meetings uh, are quite unusual yeah um, there's a guy, I don't know, there's a guy that comes into B&I, Danny the Idiot. Danny the Idiot. Did yeah. you supply those? I did. Because <laughs> they, 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 they suit him really well. Square one side round the other. That's it, yeah. That's absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, did. yeah. They, they, those were bespoke. And he has two arms on one side. That's one it. Arm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can come in here with a design and I can have a frame made to the color and design that you want. Okay, right. Um, bespoke is actually a, a growing part of it. Is it? People simply don't want to be generic anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, be different. <laughs> they they want something interesting. So mm. like, if you want it uh, square one side round the other in bright pink, that isn't a problem. Okay, that's a good A lot of people know. don't want to do that. But uh, I actually adopted that frame for Zoom. Right. which I don't do anymore because okay. people would talk to me on Zoom and say, oh, gosh, I just noticed your glasses. They're unusual. Yeah. They are. <laughs> <laughs> I sold four pairs of them. Did you? I, think, I don't think people realize that, and that's a really strong point to get across, that they can bespoke their own glasses and come into you with a design. They can. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I would look at the prescription and say, well, you know, certain prescriptions are suitable for certain types of frame. Yeah. You don't want to put someone with a prescription of plus 10 in a pair of rimless. It wouldn't work. No, no, because they're going to be real chunky. They'd be thick in the middle, very thin on the edge and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. What's, um, so what, you may have spoken about this earlier, but what motivated you to actually start, go up on your your own as business owners? I'm I'm interested in that. Well, I I worked for corporate for 20 years um, for the Americans and I enjoyed it. It was great. Mm. I traveled all over the world. Uh, which is nice working, yeah absolutely mm. and i uh, spent a lot of time in the northern countries particularly finland sweden norway denmark that kind of thing yeah and <clears throat> after 20 years of doing that uh the traveling gets a bit thin yeah sure yeah and uh, that was before 9 11 so actually traveling was pretty good then yeah it was much much easier yeah 
but I was getting a bit fed up with it. Okay. And, uh, I, think I was getting fed up with corporate, and in fairness, I think they were getting a bit fed up with me too. <laughs> yeah. And I was living in, in Cornwall, and I rang the local docks. The company down there refurbishes MOD ships and things like that. Yeah. And said, what do you do for safety prescription work? And they yeah. said, come and see us. All right. And it went from there. That was 1995. Okay. I got the contract for AMP shipbuilding in, in Falmouth. Right. And uh, then they would say, well, you know, do you do what they call privates? I said, yeah, okay. So they bring the family up to buy their glasses. Yeah. And it really went from there. Okay. The reason I think a lot of people were telling me that uh, you know, they, they weren't that delighted with the way the high street works because it's dominated by the multiples. Yes, yeah. And yeah. a lot of people don't want to be uh, corporatized to use an expression. So mm. I'd learnt that giving personal service and offering something different was actually quite important. And yeah. people reacted very positively to that. Yeah. It's not a price war. You know, I, no. I can't possibly hope to compete with online sales or mm. the, the cheap offerings of the yeah. multiples. It won't work. No, that's, that's, not, not, that's not where I'm at. No. no. So has this business been going since 1995 then? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Have you seen a lot of changes in the industry over those years? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, I, I think the, the, independent manufacturing labs have, have really thinned out. Yeah. There used to be an enormous number of uh, over 300 lens manufacturing facilities in the UK. Mm. That's heavily reduced now. Is that? I think there are only two companies left actually grinding glass lenses. Is that? Okay. Because the demand simply isn't there anymore. Mm. But again, the, 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 the multiples probably carry something in excess of three quarters of the industry. Right, okay. And of course, they will centralize all their lens buying and so on so there is yeah. no no real room for the independent lab anymore yeah and those that are left have all got front of shop sales right so they may so. be they well no, no they, right. they might be on an industrial estate okay and they would have a shop in front of their lab and people right. people would visit them oh okay right yeah i think probably over 90 percent of people grinding lenses that that would happen now because they can't otherwise they can't make any money when you use the term grinding lenses you know that's preparing lenses and, yeah. and shaping them into the glass that's actually yeah because yeah. You, you buy a semi-finished blank with the front side done and you grind the back which effectively then produces the power you want right okay and that's how it works yeah then you you find it and polish it and then cut it and put it into a frame with with some tremendous machinery I would exactly say. yeah yeah exactly. expensive machinery yeah. well the really expensive is in the anti-reflex coating is that plant that's expensive okay yeah yeah, yeah. Um, what's what do you like about it the most? What do you love most about what you do? I, I because I think people. Yeah, because yeah. you know the people people come in and they everyone has a story. Yes, everyone, like story. everyone's got a requirement, mm. and a lot of people they're either. I mean, why would they come here? Yeah, uh, the only reason they would come here is that for some some reason the high street isn't really doing what they really want. Yeah, yeah. It does for a lot of people. That's fine. Mm. But some people, uh, I have a lot of regular customers and they, they come here because I care. Yeah. I enjoy what I do. I know a bit about it. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to put a frame on and say, Madam, don't do it. <laughs> don't put, yeah. don't put, don't buy those. <laughs> and, and, and some of the wives do permit their husbands to come here unaccompanied because they know I'll send them back with what, uh, what they would like. What they would They'd like. approve of it. Exactly basically. right. Yeah, yeah exactly. So <laughs> you, you don't have to, uh, you don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry about your husband going back to something <laughs> utterly bonkers. Yeah. I mean, I've got bonkers, 
Some, yeah. some people want bonkers and that's fine. I, I can do that. You can do bonkers, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a, a real selling point for, for you because people can just talk to you, they can deal with you. Yeah. And when you're out and you're talking to businesses or people about the glasses and they come to you, they're going to see you again at another business meeting or they're going to see your face again. If they've got any questions, yeah. they can ask you, yeah. they can pick the phone up to you. Yeah. You're not a you know a multi multi no. um you know big company so i suppose mm. you could you probably call it niche yeah yeah um, i mean a lot of a lot of people would say yeah we're well, a very niche operator and that's true yeah you know, i don't want a lot of staff i don't you know i no. just I don't need the complication no so i i rather put to good use what i can usefully do yeah. for the customer because you know one of the points of life really is making a difference yes yeah and i want to make a difference yeah and yeah. Then people know that what i do is different and they seem to be very happy with it which is great okay that's really cool what's about um going forward how what is there any plans for the business i know you're very content in what you do absolutely um you don't need any much growth do you You just want to continue doing the good service no no. i i i I analyze i don't do uh, analysis by paralysis basically but but what i do is I, i i have a certain maximum number of pairs that i want to do in the course of a year okay and if i reach that number then i just stop trading until the new financial year. Right. Basically. Okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not there, but mm. I, I'm probably running at, uh, you know, two thirds of what I could do. Yeah. But it's a very good work life balance. Yeah. That's important, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah really important. Yeah, I, I mm. don't, don't need to flog myself too hard in that sense because, right. um, you know, one, one isn't getting any younger. No, no, that happens to <laughs> yeah, all of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Well, um, keep what you're doing, Richard, because it's brilliant. I think it's really cool what you do. And I've, I've known you for a few years now. We, we bump into each other at networking meetings, don't Absolutely. we? And yeah, we do. We've always yeah. got on really, really well. And yeah, um, yeah. it's really cool. So if anyone wants any um, advice or, or new lenses or, yeah. or new frames, then please do get in touch with Richard. He's got a great new website, which is, um, you know, all his information's on there. Um, and of course, we will leave all these details underneath this interview and this podcast. Um, so thanks, Richard. It's really good. Been a pleasure. Nick. Yeah, it's Thank really you. nice to talk to you. Thank you very much. And um, we'll see you all for another podcast soon. Thank Absolutely. you.